Hello, Sexy Sunday. It's the best day of the week because I get to share a convo with you about sex, relationships, and being the most free and confident version of yourself. I'm big on making my own rules and normalizing these kinds of conversations because I believe that the more we talk about it, the better sex we're all gonna have because we'll be more educated and hornier. We walk around and hardly broach this topic in our normal lives, but I'm trying to change that. This is storytelling that's entertaining as hell, that will leave you laughing and gasping, introducing ideas that'll change you and break you open to celebrating your sexy self. Come with a curious head and brave heart, and let's play. I'm Bonnie Weeks, and this is gonna be fun. Hi, sexy. It is a perfect day for a devotional. And by that, I mean that this is a solo podcast with me and me, <laughs> which there are several of here on the Sexy Sunday podcast. And today I am going to share some stories with you. And the theme of this today is going to be yoga in a way. Um, there are some things about yoga that I would like to talk about and um, bring some sexuality to. And one of them is a, story, a short story that I wrote last week. And I have a weekly email that I send out. And I have been posting my Sexy Sunday poetry prompt for three years and on Instagram and then in a, a newsletter as well that goes out weekly. And recently I have been playing with writing some short stories. And so there might be a piece of it that might show up on social media, but then you'll get the rest of the writing in my newsletter. And then in addition to the poem or the story that I might share is other sorts of information or stories or or an invitation to find your own sensuality. And that is there too. And I would like to begin today by reading you this short story. And really, I think that it is part one, because you will, you will know by the end that it could definitely continue. So with that, um, I'm going to read to you and and just a side note is that I, I have started to read a lot more of my poetry and, and post that as well to socials and I'll share links within my email. So if you're not on social media, but you still want to have access, then that is a way you can do that. You can find that in the show notes. But I think there's something different when you hear the way that somebody says something, right? If I were to, to text you, Um, if I were to text you, this is the first, <laughs> this is the first thing I'm into mind. If I were to text you, I want fries, like French fries, like fast food, right? If I were to text you the, the words, I want fries, it, that could be taken so many different ways. You could be like, I want fries. I want fries. <laughs> right? Even just those two tone is very important. Even the pace of words changes. And so maybe it's spelled the same. Maybe the space between words is the same. But when you say it, I want some fries, 
right? So it changes the whole feeling. So I'm going to read this story to you. I've been craving my yoga teacher, it is called. Getting to the studio early, I turned the heat on and lit the candles around the room with the kind of music that makes you want to actively slow, slow pulse. I stripped off my sweats and set up my mat. Thursday night is my favorite class. I'd already peeked at the roster and it was going to be pretty full, mostly regulars and a couple noobs. I was prancing around the room in my yellow-green cropped tank that doesn't hide the fact that I have nipples and matching hair and pants, my blue beanie, still hot on my head. If someone were watching through the window, they see my goofy-ass smile breaking out of my face. It was that good, good kind of feeling where you just know everyone is going to drip with the magic of being in the room. The first couple people were some of my faves. We talked about a recent trip, the kids, how everything seemed to be moving fast. They sighed and settled into the space. As I turned around, my whole body surged. He was the last person I expected to show up. I guess it shouldn't have been a total surprise, but he'd only been in my class one other time. Last week, we'd run into each other at coffee. We'd both been working until we started talking about coaching mixed with poetry. Correction. We'd both been working until I'd walk over to, walked over to say hi. My to-dos became less important than watching him listen and talk. I hadn't been able to shake the feeling of soft and curious attention from his eyes. In the two seconds it took to reach him, I'd replayed the whole feeling after we last talked, and I steadied myself with my breath. Nice to see you, I said, and reached to hug him. I wasn't going to hush my tendency for touch, even if this had a different kind of pull and I was silently telling myself to calm the fuck down. (laughs) He didn't just let me hug him. He hugged me back. The kind where legs touch. Hmm, This was the first time we'd been so close and it felt so easy. It felt like a good idea tonight, he replied as we separated, so nonchalant. He wasn't asking for anything, but I could feel myself wanting to answer. It's a great night to come, I told him with a smirk, somehow even more thrilled about the evening. He watched me with a sense of calm, and I watched his lips smile. Channeling the energy that was suddenly expanding in me, I bounced around the room as everyone arrived and it heated up. The buzz that everyone brought was electric. This was the kind of night where there is no doubt that what I'm doing as a yoga teacher is some sort of magic. That is that it's exactly where I'm meant to be. And damn, we moved. After introductions, I set the stage with a story about not missing this and walked the room letting my eyes linger on each person with their eyes closed. I caught him opening his to look back at me and surprised myself as I winked. His face danced as he looked away. No one else but him would have guessed the audible breath immediately following was more for me than the other students in the room. As we progressed to rolling across the mat, I told them to turn their bodies into waves. Lead with your hips and let the energy ripple forward and back with your breath. Round yourself up and then hover your knees as you spill back. There's a method to the flow, and I knew where I was leading them, and maybe he didn't need the reminder to use his full palms on the ground when I traced my fingers across his knuckles, and maybe he didn't need me set up beside him as we lunged sideways, the space tight between the mats for one extra ass, and maybe the pause to towel off was just as much for me as the class. 
After we'd warmed up and listened between songs to the way we breathed together, we landed in the peak flow. It was the kind of experience that pushed between the front of the mat and pulled from the back. It spun from floor to stand. We bent left and then swept up and right. It was a whole dance. I watched him arc his body in it. I watched him finger the air as if slowly playing wind out the car window and swayed with the way he bent his elbows to make arm circles. He was graceful and attentive, and he watched me move as I taught. Could he feel my attention linger on his face? How palpable was my desire to be close? Could he see me watching the way his shoulders and bare chest shone with sweat? The class was going smoothly, and people laughed just the right amount that it was playful. I held both this and the fantasy of his breath on my neck as he said my name over and over. Everyone moved in unison, surging together. I kept them at pace through the transitions, and could also feel a teethy kind of sensation, a gentle pull, a desire that wasn't just mine. We ended in a heap. I laid them all down on their mats to rest from exertion, cued them to release as I walked the room and pressed each person's shoulders softly open. I saved him for last, taking a breath and thinking the word yes. I placed my hands on top of his shoulders, my fingers lightly touching down skin to skin. Kneeling just behind his head, I could see the rise and fall of his chest as I ran my palms down his arms while watching him breathe. Leaning down by his ear, I whispered so softly only he could hear, is this okay? And he opened his eyes and looked at me. Normally, this would have thrown me off, but I held his gaze and my desire to climb on top of him as my hands traced the sides of his neck and around his ears as I watched him mouth yes and hardly blink. I was upside down behind him and his eyes bore into me. I knew my eyes were reflecting just as much wanting. I had a class around us. I could not stay. Slowly I pulled my hands from him and felt him watch me as I walked away. I could not unsee the way he looked at me, and I could not linger on it. The class closed with the usual arms wide open in gratitude for the practice of attention that continues to lead us into ourselves. When we snapped and clapped our finish, the room sparked with a new motion and pure delight. I did a funny little dance with a student and checked in quietly with another. Eventually, the studio was empty, all but him, sitting against the wall, and me. And that, my friend, is the end of the story, or perhaps the end of part one. Let me know. Do you want another part? <laughs> it, it was interesting to write this, and I guess I just will share this backstory that this is a new space for me. And feeling prompted recently, prompted in a in quite literal way of, of I've been prompted by a friend to, to write some shorter stories or to share some more words, or perhaps I have just taken it. Um, that might be more true. Where I kind of have gotten this niggle. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. We're going to use it. We're going to use the word niggle. I've gotten this niggle <laughs> to do this. And, and it wasn't asked. And it's not a way that I've expressed um, sexy writing. And sexy writing seems like a, I don't know, I don't know if I even like that term. But 
sensual writing. I'll well, probably the word sensual writing in in this way, and it was a lot of fun. And also, I guess I wanted to have this conversation about yoga and and my journey in it, and and how I show up as a teacher, and how others might show up with me. And and in writing this, there was a piece, you know, there's a piece in this where I, I talk about touching people in Shavasana as they're laying down. Shavasana, if that's not something you're aware of, is where at the end of class, people might lay all the way down and have their eyes closed and just like be resting. And there's very much a conversation between students and, and teacher to be like, hey, you do not have to have any touch throughout class. And I really try to be really forward with that because, you know, people have taken advantage of touch with other people and consent is really important. And so I just have this really straightforward con like conversations the same way as we sit here and like I have conversations with you about sex or with a guest about sex and like just putting it out there and saying there has been abuse taken with consent and touch and yoga and that is not what we're here for. You're in charge and I use cards as as um a way for them to have a conversation with me and I'm like it really does not matter to me like what serves you in this moment is what I'm after and and so if there's the consent there that I go around and, and might give an assist where perhaps I, I press on somebody's hands or or hold their head or or touch their shoulders and in putting it in this story I did have this moment where it's like, I don't want people, like, can I put this in the story? And will people then wonder if, like, every time I'm doing this, I'm thinking about having sex with them? <laughs> and, and then I, I don't know, then I just kind of laughed. I was like, I, you could literally say that about anything. Um, yes, there's a touch piece involved. Um, that is not my MO uh, in yoga classes to be like, Ooh, I'm going to touch this person because I want to have sex with them. Like that is not what I'm there for. And, and so my, my intention as I write this is, is really, it's been fun to write in a way that felt like it was me. Like there's pieces of how I run a class or, or what I think about or, or how I try to connect with others. That's really real in this. And how can I, and, and just like the best way I'll say the best way that I w would know how to write a short story, how to write more words than, than perhaps a poem is is it makes it most easy to to make it be me and so there's fiction in this and there's also reality and I want to have this conversation today because I know that there might be an experience that people have with me as a yoga teacher and I loved writing this and it's sexy and um, part two is going to get real spicy. <laughs> and, and the acknowledgement here that even part two doesn't have to even do anything else. Like it could be the end of this and your imagination gets to be all the things. And maybe nothing happens. And the, the conversation too that we can fill energy with somebody else and I certainly have and certainly currently do where I'm like that person, we would have 
a fantastic time together with our bodies where I care about this person or I feel this energy with this person or there's something I admire in them or there's some sort of feeling there that we can have conversation, we can have this meeting of selves and there's also this feeling that it could be more physical and that there would be... Mm, and then that physical would serve the purpose of, of a meaningful connection and truly a way to acknowledge that other and, and a way to honor that feeling and sensation. And also... <laughs> we hold this both, it doesn't have to happen. Also, it can just exist as a knowing. And the and kind of the beauty of that too. So I am a yoga teacher. And I know that when I walk into a room, I am walking and not trying to hide who I am. And I am more than one thing. I am a mom. I am a teacher. I am a lover. I am somebody who tries to walk in into every place with a piece of bravery and curiosity. I am someone who believes that joy and pleasure are part of the process and not just an outcome that I'm after. And my confidence in those things and in myself to keep walking through that process, even when it's uncomfortable is is often palpable and and it's important to me and I guess I, I say that just because I've had enough feedback and so if I'm aware of that this is this feels like a big responsibility to me and that's why I want to bring this conversation here because I'm like okay I can I can have fun with yoga I can turn it into a sexy story and also I tried to infuse in this story like the seriousness that like I truly like my desire to help guide other people into their bodies outweighs my desire to fuck them. And I think especially with men, and I firmly believe that firmly, <laughs> sure, we'll go with firmly, <laughs> believe that, that men need to be in yoga. And being a teacher where men come to my class, I, I really, for a long, long time, I'm like, I am successful as a yoga teacher if I have at least half men in my class. And I, I think it's so important. And if men are coming because it's a certain type of physical practice, because it gets the mobility in the hips in a different way than strength training does, but it helps you find that mobility and, and stretches out all the ways that you might like to go skiing or might like to go skateboarding or might like to surf or might like to rock climb or whatever it is, um, that feels important to me. And if you're coming because you have some sort of attraction to me, let me hold that too. And I will hold my hand up and keep the boundary. Because my belief that yoga and movement changes you and changes your experience of the world is real fucking strong. And so yes, yes, let me turn yoga into a sexy story. And also, like, <laughs> quite, quite honestly, if a man, I'm going to speak to men specifically, if a man finds me as a yoga teacher, that is really important to me. And 
And I really think that being able to hold this space for a, a dude to be able to show up and follow and be led and feel powerful in their body because we all need each other and we all need each other to feel that kind of power and to be able to tap into our senses and be able to have the space that yoga gives us just very much like like the shower right where if we're in the shower we're just with our head and we're just doing that one activity and and you have shower thoughts you're like oh i need like a notebook in the shower because of all these thoughts that are coming that's what happens in a yoga class but then you're coupled with that you're actually moving your body and shit gets moved and you feel better for so many reasons and we need each other. Men, women, all people, right? It doesn't matter. And, and anybody with any pronoun, anybody that's any skin color, anybody that is any body size, like it does not, like all of those things matter. <laughs> they matter and they don't matter. We need everybody in the room, right? And, and so that feels really important to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling a little ranty right now. But you know, just if I can acknowledge that I am a sensual human being, and if I can acknowledge that I can have this story about yoga and feel sexy in yoga, I mean, there is a time, you know, I have, there was, oh, I wasn't going to tell this story, but maybe I'll tell this story. There was a time, hmm, okay, okay, I'm telling the story. <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you through this. You're like, tell the story, Bonnie. <laughs> There was a time that that um, a teacher who did not live here in town was visiting and teaching some workshops and and I took him home with me and um, did not have a bad time and and it was fun because I knew this person through Instagram and and uh, yeah we had a lot of fun and I share this just because then he came to one of my classes and in that class when I was walking around again in Shavasana and walked over to him and he actually opened his eyes and he looked at me and he whispered and he whispered for me to kiss him and I kissed him and nobody else in that studio knew any sort of relationship between us and very much would be like there's not <laughs> and it felt very it felt very sexy and very sneaky so I am not like trying to say that the yoga room is not a place where where things you know can get spicy but then also you know I know a lot of a lot of you know individuals who might feel Whew, concerned about that. I know women who are like, I can't, I don't want to show up in a public space if I go there. And again, I'm going to speak to the binary. It does not, this does not have to exist in the binary. And that is, and it can be expanded upon by this as well. Um, but I think that there are some women who hold some fear slash trepidation around men. And if they were to walk into a space and be down, downward dogging, etc., and have a dude looking at their ass. So there's some feelings that people might have with that. But I've also talked to men who who are like, I don't want to walk into the yoga room because women are just going to think that I'm there to look at their ass. And that's not why I'm there. So I guess I just am, I'm hoping for some softening. So while there can be some sexy fun times and some relationship building, and maybe you, like, I know people who have found like a lover or a partner because of a yoga class, like fantastic. And 
there's like this consideration, I think that a lot of people are walking into that room with where they're there for their personal journey and, um, and, and allowing space for that for, for all of us. So to recap, yes, the yoga room can be a sexy space. Yes, I wrote a story about it. No, I do not think about having sex with every student. Do I think about having sex with people often? Yes, I do. That's because I'm a human. (laughs) And is it more important to me that if somebody finds me as a yoga teacher, that that matters more than me fucking them? Yes, that matters also. So this is me embracing my sexuality as a human and also as a teacher and knowing that I can hold both of those and acknowledge both of those and not shame myself because of them and not make myself quieter or smaller because of them, but honor both of them and hold them with boundaries where is most appropriate. Make sure there's a lot of consent. And, you know, I... One other, I guess, piece that I'll share is um, recently, I a couple months ago, I did uh, a photo shoot with a friend who has an OnlyFans page. And, and one of the things, she's like, well, what do you want to do? And I was just doing it just for funsies because, you know, I make pictures, I put them online, but they're like nipples edited out and there's no pussies there. You know, I'm like, you can't even show a full ass on social media. And, and I have not created any space for uncensored work or... You know, there's some fun ways or ideas that I have, but that's not something I have felt called to do yet. But she has an OnlyFans page and I was like, well, that'd be fun just to try on. Like try on like just here's here's all the things and I don't have to like cover anything up, X anything out. And um, so she's going to post them. They aren't even posted there yet. But um, one of the things I was like, you know, let's have fun actually with with yoga and with some partner yoga. And so I will say that that was really enjoyable. That was, you know, at her place. And, and one of the things I walked away with that I want to give you as, as we kind of leave this space together, is that looking back through some of those pictures, some of them are hilarious. (laughs) I'm like, doing a forearm balance and my and she's just like barely holding on to my ass as I'm upside down she's standing behind me you know where I'm like it just some of them just look funny to me and um but the sexiest ones I think um there's like these two shots are pretty similar where um I'm laying on the ground and have my arms over my head and she's like in a downward dog on top of me with her face really close to like where my belly button is and those ones I think are, are, are sexy pictures. And, and as I was looking at these, I really think that, you know, so I'm going to use this yoga example as then like, this is the nugget to take away from for today is that the sexiness is in the space between and having seen somewhere, maybe we were like <laughs> double down dogging, or I don't know, like some of these other ones where there's different touching and I'm like, oh, it's when you play with like the space between people and the shapes of bodies and the time and space, like it, it changes there, right? Um, I think that, I think it's a space between people, between words, between breath and bodies and time that that's like the space moves and that space moving and changing shapes and directions, like that's that's sexy. And, and that's really what I think about with relationships and loverships anyway, is, is like holding that space 
between people. And that's where tension lies. That's where the unknown lies, right? So we have this form and flow. I think of this yoga all the time. This is gonna be yoga, yoga infused podcast, where form, there's me, I have a form to my body. There's another person, there's a form there. And then there's flow. And there has to be room to move, there has to be space between. And so relating yoga and sex today in this podcast, I am leaving you with like this holding of the space between and the sexiness that that is and the tension that that can build and the joy that that can bring as you play in it. And there has to be room to move. And I think so much about our sensual journey is about finding freedom to move, regardless of having a lover, regardless of somebody eating you out, regardless of whatever that looks like within relationship to somebody else your relationship to self, your journey on the mat, off the mat, right? Where you can, you can be a yoga practitioner or not, right? But like, like your practice of paying attention to yourself and growing that awareness is something that's going to be really impactful in everything. And so allowing yourself to explore both the form of self and the flow where you find freedom to move and even start to ask yourself the question of what does it mean to feel free? What does it mean to feel free to move? And where in my life do I feel that? What time in life have I felt that? What am I doing when I feel that sense of ease? And can I cultivate that more? And, and for me, I really think a big part of my finding myself and finding my sensual self really has been yoga. And I think that's because I was able to really move my body in a, in a way that, that wasn't just walking down the street. Like it gave me confidence in my body to move in so many different directions. And I didn't know I had so many choices and so many ways to move. And, and the physical practice of that taught me that I did which then taught me in so many other ways in my life and mental capacity and emotional capacity that, that I also had that too. So <laughs> wherever you're at in your yoga journey or not, or in your movement practices or, or not, I mean, please go move your body. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Move your body. I feel sexy as fuck when I'm, I'm like regularly lifting because there's always a dance party included as well. Not always, but dance party included. When I can be in flow, there's a, both this mixture of form and flow of structure, of holding, and then flow of being held and moving. And I wish that for you. I want that for you. And maybe... Maybe I'll meet you in a yoga class someday. <laughs> oh, please say hi if you have met me online or something sometime and, and then we meet in person. Like that brings me so much joy. Mm. <sighs> okay, until next time, y'all. I am loving you big. And I hope you have a really sexy day. And whatever the hell that means to you and as a start just find for a way to find a little bit of play and sometimes on days that feel heavy that might even be deciding to soften my face
Thank you so much for getting your sexy on with me today. Hearing what you loved, what you learned, or what you're going to share with your lover makes me so damn happy. You can jump on my weekly sexy Sunday email. You can find that link in the show notes and we can connect through there. And it would super turn me on if you left a rating and review about how much this podcast is giving you life. Until next time. Mwah.